Hi everybody. Welcome to Ancient Prophets Modern Message. My name is Dave Ward. I'm your host. I guess by now those of you who stuck with me as we've looked at the Minor Prophets will know how this works. We have a four-part format. We start off by reading a scripture from one of the Minor Prophets. Then we think about what we've read. Then we use what, uh, what we've thought about as a foundation so we can pray. And then finally, we look at how we might practically live out what we've learned in our everyday lives. This is the next in series eight of the podcast, where we are looking at Micah, words of judgment and hope. Micah part two, prophets for profit. Prophets can be powerful people, so it's disastrous when they deliberately use the gift for personal gain, instead of honouring God by courageously saying what he tells them to say. We're going to read Micah chapter 2 verse 11 and then chapter 3 verses 5 to 12. Suppose a prophet full of lies would say to you, I'll preach to you the joys of wine and alcohol. That's just the kind of prophet you would like. This is what the Lord says. You false prophets are leading my people astray. You promise peace for those who give you food, but you declare war on those who refuse to feed you. Now the night will close around you, cutting off all your visions. Darkness will cover you, putting an end to your predictions. The sun will set for you, prophets, and your day will come to an end. Then you seers will be put to shame, and you fortune tellers will be disgraced. And you will cover your faces, because there's no answer from God. But as for me, I am filled with power, with the Spirit of the Lord, I'm filled with justice and strength to boldly declare Israel's sin and rebellion. Listen to me, you leaders of Israel. You hate justice and twist all that's right. You're building Jerusalem on a foundation of murder and corruption. You rulers make decisions based on bribes. You priests teach God's law only for a price. You prophets won't prophesy unless you're paid. Yet all of you claim to depend on the Lord. No harm will come to us, you say, for the Lord is here among us. Because of you, Mount Zion will be ploughed like an open field. Jerusalem will be reduced to ruins. A thicket will grow on the heights where the temple now stands. Prophecy the calling to speak God's words into a particular situation at a particular time is one to be exercised with great responsibility and integrity, which actually applies to any spiritual gift or ministry. We read in scripture and we know from bitter experience it doesn't always work that way. 
which is why the New Testament puts emphasis on weighing prophecy and discerning its origin and intent. We all have access to God's wisdom via the Holy Spirit who lives in each one of us. Prophets may falsify a message for many reasons. Chief among them, and highlighted here by Micah, are a desire to have power over people, to be popular and admired, and sometimes to profit financially or in other ways from the people who are misled by what you say, pretending it comes from God. This may seem harsh, but we can easily be misled and unaware of our less than honest motives. It sounds as if the prophets, priests and rulers of Judah were conspiring together to rob and defraud the people that God had given into their care. In other words, deliberately choosing to line their own pockets using God as a lever. Fortunately, or unfortunately for them, events about which the prophet is speaking often come into being in their own lifetime. So if nothing happens, everyone can see the lies and deceit. The prophets are shamed as their impotence is shown up and the people have to face the consequences of believing their lies. By stark contrast, Micah lays out his credentials and intent as a prophet in chapter 3 verse 8. He is prophesying in the Spirit's power which is filling him with justice and courage, enabling him to obey God courageously despite preaching a hard and unwelcomed message. And in the end he says, you'll see if I'm speaking the truth. The prophets, priests and rulers have been building Jerusalem, the heart and soul of the Jewish people, on evil foundations of murder and corruption, and such foundations will not stand. There'll be ruin and desolation, and everyone will suffer, including those who are suffering because of the leader's evil. Anything we do can be built on bad foundations. Things like trusting in our own wisdom, telling people what they want to hear, profiting from ungodly ministry, and not practicing what we preach. If you remember the story of the wise and foolish builders, the foolish builder heard the word but didn't do what it said. And when it all collapses, it comes down with a mighty crash. And so we pray. Lord, help me to carefully weigh it up and think it through when I think you've spoken. Help me to deliver what I think you say with humility and courage. And when I speak, Lord, help people to think for themselves with the spiritual wisdom and discernment that you give them so that they can take personal responsibility for the way they respond to what they hear. Amen. I wonder what experience you've had of leaders misusing God's gift or appropriating them for their own ends. Prosperity gospel preachers, 
self-serving TV evangelists, abusive leaders who use spiritual arguments to dominate and control people. What were the fruits of such ministries? How did they neutralise the power of the gospel and actually turn people to go away from Jesus? Do you see any of the signs in your life and ministry that you may be doing the same thing? And so we pray. Father, keep me constantly aware of your loving presence wherever I go today. Jesus, help me to resemble you in the things I do, think and say with all the people I will meet today. Spirit, open my eyes to see you at work in the world and prompt me to join in with what I see. Amen.